Welcome back to Money Mile. I am your host, Justin Waller, and I'm happy you're here. Money Mile is where we help active, time-crunched people increase confidence with their finances while they're increasing their fitness. We package financial education into roughly mile-sized educational bits for approximately one mile on your long, steady run. And we strive to make each episode valuable for you. This is the best financial education podcast designed for triathletes and runners. In our last episode, we talked about the efficiency equivalent in our financial training plan, income tax planning. We covered the basics at a sprint level, and our homework from that episode was to estimate your income tax for the year. Add up your income, subtract your deduction, and compare it to the tax brackets in the resource you found in the show notes. If you wanted a gold star on that homework assignment, you would have also estimated what you think your withholdings are going to be from your paychecks this year. So how did that go? Email us at info at wallerfc.com. We respond to every email you send in. So if you did not get a response, please let us know and we'll follow up. We are actively looking to improve what we're doing here and would love to hear your feedback and constructive criticism. Please email me at info at wallerfc.com if you have any constructive criticism or requests for topics to be covered in future episodes. In today's episode, we will be discussing the strength training equivalent in your financial training plan, investments. We will be discussing this at the sprint level. When we are done with this episode, I want you to feel empowered to think about investments as a way to help you build wealth and confidently give yourself more options in the future. When I think about strength training for triathlon, I primarily think of the intervals and the fartlek work, the working hard for a certain amount of time and then rest and recover. It could also be strength training at the gym or something like that, but some athletes do this and some do not. I'm convinced that most of us would benefit from a more regular core training program at least, but we are already time constrained and there's only so much each of us can do. Anyway, when you are looking to get stronger in the swim, bike, or run leg, the chances are that you are going to build in some sort of interval work. You are going to work hard for a period of time and then take a short break. You are going to work hard again and then take a period of time to recover. The more interval work you do, the stronger you should become. Over the course of the season, you might find yourself going faster in those intervals or going longer at the same speed. Both of these are wins in my book. Now, the human body absorbs this faster work in the longer rest you have between workouts. It's not about getting fast in the break between intervals. You are just getting ready to do it again. If everything is working well, your body absorbs the work when you sleep overnight and your body has a chance to repair the muscles. Investments, specifically stock investments, work very similarly. They go up for a while and then they go down. They go up for a while, and then they go down again. There is not a guarantee that investments will continue to go up, but over long periods of time, they have thus far. The benefits of the stock market can only be realized if you have time to continue to hold through the down markets or those recovery periods. Historically, the general stock market goes up for 7 out of 10 years. That means that 3 down periods will likely happen every decade. That healthy recovery is what allows the stock market to move forward the other seven years. If you did hard intervals every day with minimal sleep, you likely wouldn't get any stronger or any faster. The same is the case with stock market investing. 
you have to be able to stay the course through the ups and the downs. Many people have tried timing the stock market, and there is literally an entire industry full of really smart people who are paid a lot of money for trying to beat the market, and most of them fail. I like diversified, low-cost investments held for long periods of time. This approach applies to stock and bond investments, but as this is the sprint level of education, we are going to take a moment to clarify these terms. First, what is a stock? When you buy a share of stock, you are buying a fractional ownership of a business. Since we are talking triathlon here, we'll use a triathlon type example. Shimano Incorporated is a large business that develops, manufactures, and distributes bicycle components, among other things. Shimano Incorporated is a publicly traded company based in Japan. If you wanted to, you could be a part owner of Shimano because it's publicly traded. In contrast, companies like the World Triathlon Corporation are privately owned, and therefore average folks couldn't buy into that company. But now, back to Shimano. The company is currently worth approximately 15.3 billion, with a B, dollars. Buying the entire company would take a lot of money, but you could buy one share of Shimano for about $17. If you did this and Shimano Incorporated does well, the value of your share of Shimano will increase. If Shimano does poorly as a business, the value of your share of Shimano will go down. As a part business owner of this business, you are along for the ride, good or bad. At some point down the road, you could sell that share of Shimano for whatever it is worth in the open market. You are not legally obligated to hold on to that share of stock for any length of time. Buying one company stock is typically considered aggressive and doesn't work out for most people. There is no way to know if the single company you own is going to do well or not. This is why I generally suggest and prefer diversified investments. Rather than buying individual stocks, you can buy a diversified portfolio of stocks, like an index. A common example of this would be an index like the Standard & Poor's 500, the 500 largest United States-based companies. One exchange-traded fund that attempts to follow this index is the State Street Global Advisors, and the ticker symbol is SPY, so Sam Paul Yankee. I am not recommending this particular investment, I just want to use it as an example. With this investment, you can have one thing to keep track of and own 500 of the largest companies in the US. When the stock market goes up, you will benefit. When the stock market goes down, so will the value of your investment. As long as you don't sell when the market is down and you let the markets recover, your investment should increase in value over time. There are no guarantees that Shimano will do well as a business, and there are no guarantees that the 500 largest companies in the U.S. will do well. The odds are in your favor with a diversified investment. You can also spend a lot of money within your portfolio using active management. This is where you hire a portfolio manager to buy and sell stock for you on a daily basis. I shared earlier that most investors, even professionals, that try to buy and sell individual stocks and beat the market through security selection or market timing will underperform the market as a whole. So now with active management, you are likely paying money to underperform the market. To be clear, it is theoretically possible for someone to beat the stock market. And it happens on occasion. 
The challenge is that there's no way to know or find that person or team that is going to outperform the market before they do it. And if they did it, it is even harder to do it again. Stocks are where you are going to find the growth in your overall resources over time. So we have talked about stocks, but there are a couple of other investments you should also be aware of, bonds and cash. If investing is the strength work in your financial training plan, stocks are the hard work that is being done, the hard interval, for example. Your recovery would be like the bonds. Bonds are typically smoother and less volatile. So what is a bond anyway? We determined that buying a stock is owning a part of a company. When you own a bond, you are essentially loaning money or lending money to companies or municipalities. But the organization we are loaning the money to agrees to pay us back at a certain point in the future, as well as pay us some amount of interest over time. Just like if you borrowed money from a bank, they would want you to pay interest to them. And if you are owning the bonds, you are the bank. The borrower is supposed to pay you back. And sticking with my diversification theme, I don't recommend most people get into the banking business and underwriting individual loans. I recommend diversified bond portfolios. I typically suggest shorter term, higher quality portfolios and not individual bonds. The bond income payments and values should be smooth and steady, just like the recovery effort of a hard interval. The last investment type here is cash. Cash keeps things stable in times of change and allows you flexibility. Most of us need to have some cash in our portfolios. It might just be enough cash to cover an unanticipated bill, but we need to keep some cash in the portfolios. Cash will generally lose money to inflation annually, so we don't want to have a lot of money in cash, but we all need to have some. Now, back in episode 7, we talked about investments in comparison to these primary investment types. Cash was the swim, because we all need it. Stocks was the bike. This is where you're going to cover the majority of your races and the majority of the distance. And bonds were like the run. Smooth and steady is best. We all need to have a combination of these things in our portfolios to have a good experience. Well, what about rental properties or cryptocurrency? Well, technically, these are also investments. In my opinion, rental properties are more like owning your own business, and most of my clients would rather not buy a business outright. If you really wanted to be a business owner, you likely would already be one. You likely wouldn't buy someone else's business and try to turn it around. Lots of people make money in rental real estate. There is no doubt there, but this is a different job. If you are interested in that job, then great. Rental properties are more than a traditional investment, like the stuff that I've described thus far. Lastly, touching on cryptocurrency, this is not something I'm an expert in. In my basic knowledge, I would compare it to currency trading. Lots of people lose money currency trading, crypto or otherwise. This is highly speculative and certainly beyond the scope of a sprint level course. I am looking for long-term, simple, inevitable wealth type strategies here. Cash, stocks, and bonds fit great. I hope that this sprint level of education around investments works for you and you feel more confident about your options around investing. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. If you already are investing, then great. 
please take a look at your portfolio and identify how much of your portfolio is invested in stocks, how much is invested in bonds, and how much is invested in cash. If you are not invested in anything yet, I suggest you take a look at the State Street Global Advisors Exchange Traded Fund with the ticker symbol of SPY. And it's Sam Paul Yankee. Take 10 minutes and read about this particular investment. This is an educational process, so the more you know, the better. And to be clear, I am not recommending that anyone go out and buy anything. I'm merely suggesting that you learn about it. In the Olympic level of education about investments, we are going to talk about model portfolios, and I'll share with you my thought process around risk tolerance and model selection. If you have any questions, please email me at info at wallerfc.com. In our next episode, we are going to talk about contingency planning and that component of your financial training plan. If you've got a flat tire on your bike ride, you better know how to fix it before you start the race. In your financial life, things come up that we don't plan on and we need to be prepared. So that's what we'll be talking about next time. Thank you for investing a mile with me. I hope it was a valuable time spent for you. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. And I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.